When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My neck is creamy. My neck is creamy. Is my neck creamy? Possibly. Hello, welcome to Natch Butte, the beauty comedy podcast where we laugh, we cry, and we cream. I'm your host and your guy, Jackie J, the beauty talk shock, shock, your queen of creams, also the most serious of freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your cookie southern aunt. Welcome to Natch Butte. This is part de, I believe is the word, I don't know French, and I'm not going to pretend to. Part de, part two of my interview with Miss Laura Youngkin. She is back. And if we're being honest, she never left. We just hit record again. So no time has gone by, but we are back because there's so much to discuss. We didn't even get to house design, which was the whole whole reason she was supposed to be here. But we honestly, without even getting to home design, we still have a bunch of shit to cover. So who knows how many times she's going to be here. I love it. I can't get enough personally. So I know that the honeys always agree with me no matter what. Thanks, Bucky. So thanks and welcome back, Laura. It's so good to still be here. Yeah, you're still here. I ordered lunch. Can't wait. I can't wait to get my vegan Reuben sandwich. Mm. I know it's going to be delicious. So I'm not even going to bother asking you the warm-up questions because no, we're warm. We're warm. So warm. We are warm up. So let's dive in. We're going to get to design. I promise. Okay. But before we do, let's discuss some products and things like that because this is Natribute. Of course. And I would feel ashamed. I would feel humiliated if we didn't at least get to that. But we so have to. We have to. So I have here on my notes the Texas glam way of life. The big hair, the manicures, mm. perfume. This is how we grew up. And a lot of this has still remained in your self-care as a woman living in L.A. in yeah. her 30s now. So I would love to know products, techniques, things like that. Because... You are a glam queen. Thank you. I don't know anybody other than you and my sister who curl their hair every day. I do. Yeah. I even hot rolled my ponytail before I came over today. See, that's commitment. I know. So that's commitment. It's so interesting. The Texas thing kind of sticks with you. Yeah. But as I said on the last episode, I was kind of born into my mom is very into big hair, mm-hmm. beauty products, big jewels, big mm-hmm. nails, the whole thing. So I kind of was indoctrinated. I started getting fake acrylics at the age of 12 yeah. or 13. Yeah. Did you get the French forever. tip? I did. Yeah. I always got French Did you go tip. to that one on uh, Broadway? Nope. I was at Centerville. I went to Today's Nails. Okay. And Today's Nails on I Centerville. I still pop in. I didn't see them this last time, but yeah. sometimes when I'm back in Texas, if I make it over to that side of town, I'll stop in. It's all the same ladies and they <gasps> scream and freak wow. out. Wow. Well, I went there for years. 
That's the lady who used to do the airbrush flamingos on yes. your nails. Yes. yes. Cindy. Cindy. Love her. Cindy's still well, there. You know, no, she, Cindy actually became a real estate agent, but her Good parents, her. I know her parents still own the salon. Yeah. And Helen and all the other women there that used to do my nails. I remember my beautiful friend, Carolyn. Yes. She now lives in LA too, which yeah. is crazy. But yeah, we were all about the nail place. Yes. And then I came here and my nail, in fact, I was going to tell you, my nails have changed yeah. a lot because during COVID, my LA nail salon closed down, mm-hmm. which was like a pretty big devastating Well, you day for worked me. really hard to find your local nail lady. I did. Yeah. I, and then you know me, I'm very loyal. Well, you used to drive all the way back to Valencia to get your nails so done. So when I first moved to LA, I was going to CalArts to get my master's. So yes. I lived up kind of 30 miles outside the city. And I found a girl who was really nice and she was great. But then it was like, I live in Beverly Hills. I'm driving all the way. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I finally found Lynn, mm-hmm. the love of my life. Yeah. And we were together for 12 years. And now we still text yeah. and like catch up, but they closed the salon during COVID. It was a hard decision. Mm-hmm. I hope that they will reopen somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I have not had anybody else do my nails since Lynn closed because it almost feels like a weird betrayal. A betrayal, yeah. And I love her and I just don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to do the dip. The dip. I remember, remember you were yeah. Beverly Hills adjacent nail salon, I was, remember? so I was doing the dips yeah. on myself. And then ever since I got pregnant, I've only been using the 10 free. Mm-hmm. I found a, Zoya is my favorite nail polish right now. Okay. It dries the fastest. Yeah. And I've just been doing, my nails don't look great, but I've just been doing it myself. And I think once baby's born and I can get back into some more regular self-care rituals, COVID really messed with yes. my schedule. Yes. And like the salons were closed forever. I mean, thank God for our friend Kelsey, also from our high school mm-hmm. who lives here, who cuts my hair like in my kitchen mm-hmm. or in her backyard or whatever during lockdown and couldn't get a facial. There's just a lot of things I couldn't mm-hmm. do anymore. So I'm excited to get back into it. But yeah, yeah. I've always been into like fun, na- but I always had my nails done. Yes. You have never not had your nails done ever. Right. Until... Kind of now. Yeah. But yeah. And then the hot rolling. So I would say if like there was anything that's like my signature thing, Mm -hmm. it's always hot rolling my hair. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing it since I was young. And it's to give body and volume. It's not to make my hair necessarily curly. Right. Curly, curly. It's just to add oomph. Oomph. Mm -hmm. And it's become actually really important since pregnancy because my hair has gotten really... It was always a little bit naturally wavy. Mm -hmm. Now it is like all over the place. Yeah. And so my hair textures changed a lot with the hormones. And now I really need the hot rollers to like help smooth out Mm -hmm. what I've got going on. But when I was in Dallas two weeks ago, which by the way, I hadn't been home since who knows how long. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. I went to my Dallas hairdresser. Yeah. And it, so my haircut right now is fresh. Yeah. It's good. Nice. Good layers. You know your hair is important when you have two different hairdressers on other sides of the country from each other. Yeah. That's commitment. And Scott and I, I love him. Yeah. Um, I've been with him since college. I yeah. Him. He's so good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I always go back to see him. This last time it was fun. He complimented me by saying, I have a lot of new clients from LA or I have clients who come from LA to see me, which is cool mm-hmm. for him. It's a very bougie Dallas salon. Yeah. And he's like, you're the only one who doesn't have a weird Los Angeles accent. Whoa. I was like, thank you so much. He's like, you don't sound like you're from Texas. Yeah. Why didn't you get it? Because your mom has a thick, 
fake accent. Oh, my mom? Yeah. You talking, about, you talking about this? Debbie Yunkin talks Everything like me. Everything sounds like sing-songy. Yeah, yeah. Like really Texas. Yes. I think it's all the voice lessons. Your dad also doesn't have one. He does on a few, on some words yeah, I've yeah. noticed. I think it's all the voice lessons yeah. and acting growing up yeah. and the singing and all that. Yeah. And all through college. But he said, I don't have the L.A. vocal fry. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. that, I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's fabulous. I hate that vocal fry annoys me mm. because so many people just do it. And again, I do the sing-songy thing <laughs> where I talk like this. The up, up so talk. So do I. Up I talk. talk. And these are just millennial traits. These are just traits that we've all picked up on the... The zeitgeist, it, it, we didn't do it on purpose, so I, I hate to judge, but sometimes the vocal fry is a lot for me. Yeah. I do the up talk. I think mm-hmm. I've gotten better about it. Yeah. I didn't really realize it until I was working at Disney, and I'm a few years in, and this woman just – this this has stuck with me, clearly. Yeah. Uh, a woman, after a meeting, told me she hates the sound of my voice in meetings. What? Yeah. Oh my God. And I was like, is this normal in corporate America to say something like that to a person? She volunteered the information. Like after a meeting, I ran by her office and my creative director was with me and I was like, Hey, I just want to follow up on these three things. I mean, we're working on big, really big projects. Yes. And I was just popping by to follow up. We had just come out of a meeting. She was like really flustered. And I said, are you okay? Like what's up? And she was like, you have got to do something about this because I cannot stand the sound of your voice in meetings and i can tell you my mouth is on the ground i was shocked can you imagine saying that to someone because also i used to do voiceover yes. for things and i've yes. gone through so much vocal training it's been years but what did she mean she meant that i have a little bit of a sing-songy quality and that on some it's things pleasant. i would do an up like an up end things like as a question and a lot of that I think as a young woman in my 20s this was almost 10 years ago but as a young woman in my 20s we're trained to have to phrase everything if you are direct about something you're too direct right right? and now you're Mm -hmm. aggressive and Mm -hmm. that's a problem so you have to couch everything you say in kind of a passive way and I used to be in these huge meetings where I'm the youngest person I was definitely the youngest producer on the team And yeah, I I knew my audience. So I knew I kind of had to be, you have to walk around everything. I'm sorry. That woman was just jealous. Maybe. but What a horrible thing to say. So now I'm very conscious. So anyway, back to the beauty. Yeah. (laughs) Where we got our sing-songy Texas voices. Yes. uh, I got it from my mom. Yeah. And she was very particular Mm -hmm. when I was growing up about my hair, Mm -hmm. my hair bows. Mm -hmm. My old friends are going to laugh when they hear this because they all know. And my outfits, I wasn't allowed to go outside and play after school until I changed into play clothes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there was, just, there was just a lot of stuff going on. You know, I yeah. had to keep it prim, proper. Yeah. And I also wasn't really allowed to like wear too many trends. Mm-hmm. She really wanted me. And now I kind a of- A capsule wardrobe. Yep. Yeah, I, now mm-hmm. I understand it because I feel like I've always tried to thread the needle or walk the line between classic looks. Yes. And uh, a little bit of like today's trend, Mm -hmm. but keeping it really classy, Mm -hmm. a little preppy. Yep. So those things have held over. So the the hot rolling has held over. Yeah. And I love it. And I teach people like every year somebody's like, how'd you get your hair like that? I need to know. 
and I have taught. You're going to have to do a hair tutorial. That's fine. Yeah. It's not hard, but it's life-changing. Yeah. So the hot rolling and then... What is your hot roller set of choice? Oh, Conair Big Girls. Okay. Hands down. Yeah. And you know what? They stopped making them. Oh, no. If anyone listening has a relatively in good shape set of Conair hot curl, like big curls, Mm -hmm. either the pink or the purple, Yeah. and you don't use them, could you please send them to Jackie? Because (laughs) when I found out a couple months ago that they stopped making the set that I've used for years, I... Are you stressed? Because if that one goes out, you're not going to have one? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to have to buy... I don't... There's just nothing else on the market right now. My sister, I should ask her what her choice is because she also is a daily hot roller user and I don't know what hers are. Let me... I'm going to ask her. What is your hot roller set I'm going to laugh if it's the same as me. Let's see what she says because I'm curious. I'll have to splurge on like the T3s, which I don't want to buy, but... Because hot rollers shouldn't be $100. They just shouldn't. Yeah. But yeah, so I've got the set... I know that my little god sister in Texas has a, a very fresh set under her sink in her parents' bathroom at home, like in her old room. So if it really goes out, I'll just steal Rachel's. Yeah. But yeah, those are that's my thing. Bit in hairspray. So I'm all about the the L'Oreal Elnet. It's mm-hmm. gotta be the gold can. Yeah, okay. My mom was all about Redken okay. hairspray. Yeah. But now the smell of it takes me back to like dance competitions and I can't mm-hmm. use it. Mm-hmm. So hairspray is very important. I'm very into all my hair products. Mm -hmm. And then makeup wise, the thing that has held over is that in Texas, it's all about blush. Mm -hmm. So like you cannot leave the house. You have to have blush on your cheeks. Yeah. And that's just like a non-negotiable. Yeah. Also, I just don't leave the house without the the most minimum face I would do to leave home is always going to be concealer, Mm -hmm. mascara, and a little bit of blush. That's the minimum. Yes. And sunscreen. Yeah. But I usually put like on like a tinted Like you would never mask. run to the post office with no makeup on. Never. Yeah. In my life. That's how my sister is too. In my life. Yeah. It's really, it really is aspiring. It's. Because I go, I leave the house every day with. But I'm so jealous of my friends who look so beautiful with no makeup on. But because I've been wearing makeup since fifth grade, I don't really know if like it's okay for me to not wear makeup. Okay, Sissy just came in with what she's using. Show them to me. She is using in styler. Oh yeah. Top styler ceramic styling shells. Yep. Yep. I know all about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she's using. They well, look like she, little they look like little shells. Yeah, they do. And she's getting her rollers are a little smaller than mm-hmm. mine because she's getting She more likes a, a ringlet. Curl. Yes. She does, she does yeah. like and a And she ringlet. looks great in it because her hair's gorgeous and long and I'm just looking for like bounce. It basically looks like I went and got a blowout. Yes. But you know me, I don't like people blow drying my hair. Have you thought about getting the air wrap? I've thought about it, but it doesn't really do for me what I need. Yeah. People Um, love them. I'm very low maintenance with the hair. I love the Dyson hair dryer. Mm -hmm. Love. Yeah. The air wrap, I've tried it. It's fine. I mean, it works great, but I'm not looking for, if I'm going for like waves like that or curls, I'll just use a hot wand. Yeah. Which I do sometimes. But honestly, my hair looks better if I hot roll it first before I do the wand. And people are like, how'd you get so much volume? My sister, she basically took care of me, right? So she was like a mother figure in many ways, even though she's only two years older than me. So 
she knows how to do all the mom hair. Yeah. So she can braid mm. and she did all my hair for all our proms and stuff. Oh yeah. And in my adulthood, every time I would go visit her, probably before the kids, but during as well, she would always do braids for me. Yeah. And she always hot rolls my hair before we braid. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what a, are you doing? It's because you need to prep the hair for control. Right. I remember because our hair is Sissy and I's hair, not your hair, but Sissy and I's hair is straight as a fucking yeah. board and is so soft that, that it has no texture. So it really, you can't even, if you put it in my hair in a braid, it would fall out. Yeah. Yeah. Soft white girl hair. Yeah. Yeah. I have the whitest hair that is possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, my hair is actually really fine. I just have a lot yes. of it. Yes. And I've grown more yes. in, on my head in you the last two years. It's insane. Yeah. But I bet we're going to lose those prenatals. Some. It was the prenatals. Yeah. Thank you, Ritual, for the lovely yeah. extra. It's I'm incredible. You know I'm off Ritual. Oh, are you? Yeah. I'm, I still like them. I'm having a hard time on the other one, though. You are? Yeah. I love... I've been on them now two and a half years. And starting those vitamins honestly changed my life because all of a sudden I had more stamina and energy. You're the one who got me on ritual. Because remember I was like, I'm in New York. Yes. I'm traveling every yes. two weeks. And I started taking those vitamins and was like, oh my God, I'm a super person. Yes. What happened to me? And it's because- You're the one who got me on the damn ritual. I am. You're I've the got- influencer of the influencer. I am. I'm off them, but I might. So I started taking these ones called Needed hmm. that was recommended in my baby class. And I feel so sick on them. Then don't take them. I feel so sick on them. They have way more of this and that than than the ritual. I never had any blood work issues when I was on ritual. Like none. They never told me I needed anything. Last blood work, they called me and they said, your iron is low. And then I realized these fucking vitamins don't have any iron in them. Okay. Well, they could have killed me. You well, your they could have killed shopping. me. They don't have iron in. Who makes prenatalized with no goddamn iron? What you is do this? You need extra iron. You know, I'm having intravenous iron right yes. now because my iron's so low. Yes. Um, and I'm still on the rituals, but my yeah. the baby basically at like 22, 23 weeks was like, "Hey, bitch, I'm taking all yeah, yeah. your taking nutrients. all the iron." She took it all, so now I have to get it pumped into me. Yeah. At the hematology department twice a week. That's been fun. More needles. Great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that vitamin. So you should just switch back. I know. Jackie, have I ever led you? No, I I had no issues on them. They didn't make me sick or anything. I just was trying to be cool with all these other ladies in this damn class. class? Yeah. And I'm going to bring you back to earth. I do feel like this is one of my jobs. Yes. In your life is sometimes being like, Hey, earth to Jackie. Yes. We're still standing here on the ground yes. and I've known you for a hundred years. Yes. So you can't act too cool. They make me sick. Okay, well come back. Yeah. Let's just not And they be don't sick. have iron? What yeah. the fuck? They should put that on the front of the bottle because my doctor calls me like, you have no fucking iron. I'm like, why? I'm taking these pre There's no iron. You so now iron. I'm taking iron in addition. I'm taking like 78 pills a day. I can't take this shit no more. I take a lot of pills. I can't take this shit no more. Well, switch back. What else have I kept? I was always into perfume. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? When you played that Jessica Simpson song in the last episode, yeah. I used to wear the Jessica Simpson perfume. Oh, you had Glow by JLo and you didn't even remember. I, know, I had to you remind told you me of that. that. I just remember wearing in high school a lot of Calvin Klein mm-hmm. and like the Clinique perfume. Mm-hmm. Clinique Happy. God, I love Clinique. I still yeah. use a lot of Clinique yeah. products, to be honest. Yeah. Do you remember when Darcy came to do. That last episode uh-huh. of your apartment, yeah. you yelled at her for having a Clinique palette or something that she needed to throw out. I went home and was like, oh, I need to throw out my Clinique palettes too. 
just because they're old. You yeah, can't be using old. makeup that old. They were old. Yeah. But I think a lot, all of us, like, elder millennials, yes. Clinique was, like, a rite of passage. Oh, 100. Clinique comes up on Natchez more than any brand when I ask the first beauty product you've ever bought or used. I'm well, nostalgic for, I want all my old Clinique zippy pouches, and I feel like I threw them all out or got rid of them. I have a few. I want to go on eBay and see if there's a haul. I have a couple of yours. Yeah. So, what? I, yeah, you gave me some. I want the Bumblebee one. Or maybe Mary gave them to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a you know good that little one. bumblebee yes. one. Yes, <gasps> I I'm bet. Sad. You know what? I bet in a box in my mother's garage, <gasps> there's a box of Clinique Find bags. Them and don't tell her. Just pack them for me and bring them home. Yes. That's a great idea. I just need them you for know, my you know nostalgia. What? Those green powder compacts, mm-hmm. the quads and the powder yes. compact. That Clinique powder, we all had it. Yeah, we all had it. We all. That had was it. a big rite of passage mm-hmm. um, from middle school. Clinique. I've said this on Ashby before. The marketing person for Clinique in the late 90s or early 2000s, I hope they have a giant mansion. I hope so with too. With a Toto toilet they were freaking that wipes their it. ass for them because they got all of us to buy that shit. And you know what? To me, one of my go-to products that yeah. I tell everybody, the Clinique Waterproof Mascara is hands down, in my opinion, the best waterproof mascara. Wow. Wow. Hands down. Wow. High impact, black, waterproof. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And there's some Clinique moisturizers I still use. I love a Clinique lip gloss. Like, I will always... You know, Honey Gloss came back. Yeah. All the kids on TikTok, it had Are a revolution. It? Yeah, it had a revolution a few months well, ago. Well, everything is 20 years. My mom always said fashion and makeup and everything is on a 20-year cycle. Yeah. Because remember in the 90s, we all started wearing bell bottoms again? Yeah, yeah. She was like, 1975. Right, right. We've already, we've already done this, honey. Yeah, yeah. And now here we are in 2022, and all the kids are doing what we were doing in high school. And I like, literally get sick thinking that we were in high school 20 years ago. I, I literally can't even believe that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, yeah. Clinique knew what they were doing. Clinique, and I still love it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not one of those hot brands that people talk about. Right. But it's an old faithful, and it doesn't make me break out. It's all... It's all good for me. Yeah. So I still use Clinique and yeah, the red lipstick. So yeah. I'm still into a red lip. Yeah. And I still have the certificate from my senior year in Drill Team at Drill Team Bank when I won Best Red Lips wow. as voted on by 70 of my peers. That's a big title considering that everyone had to wear red lipstick. We did. Yeah. And I used to wear it, remember, I was wore it to school like at yeah, least yeah. three days a week. That was a bold choice back in 03, I must say. It was, but I feel like I owned that of course so the red lipstick for me is still a signature look i have learned some really fun i feel like it was one of your makeup artist friends actually who maybe i watched a video of that taught me how to make a red lip that would last all day Hmm. 
Maybe Edwin? I don't know. I don't know. And it's basically you paint your lips. I don't do this all the time, but if I'm going to be gone or I'm going to be outside or I'm going to be at something all day long, you basically paint your lips in with concealer first. Whoa. Which feels crazy. Yeah, yeah. So you really matte them out and put setting powder on them. You let them sit for a while. Then you come in and line them. Mm-hmm. More setting powder, setting spray. Then you what? come in. Yeah. This is wild. Then you come in with the red lipstick. Yeah. You let it cure and oxidize and then you come back in with setting powder around the outer so it doesn't bleed and then some more spray and you know what i wore it to the women's march one year mm-hmm. and my the, I, it did not move wow that's a lot of work but i guess the payoff is worth it if you're gonna be wearing it for six hours and yeah. no, you can't touch up what is your signature red lip of the moment mm. i don't know i there's a few the Charlotte Tilbury, mm-hmm. um, I think it's in my purse. It's called Tell Laura. Oh, well, look at that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. I love that one. There's a Becca mm-hmm. red that Becca's, I don't know the name Becca's of. Becca's done. I still have it. They went it. out of business. I know, but I still have it. I know oh, I should probably throw it out, yeah. but it's really good. You got to get rid of it. I have lots of MAC reds, mm-hmm. like every MAC Ruby red. Ruby Woo. Mm-hmm. Ruby Russian Woo for red. me is a little too dark Mm -hmm. it's got a little too much purple in it Mm -hmm. Uh, i prefer like an orangier brighter red Mm -hmm. but yeah i have several but i would say the charlotte is the one i'm wearing the most often right now i hope that's really the name of it i have one called hot emily but i think that's an orange (laughs) it's funny they have great names yeah i have never bought and never used a charlotte tilbury product isn't that insane it's just because i've never gotten on her radar i don't know are they cruelty free Uh uh-huh I like her stuff. Oh, yeah. It's an incredible product. Everybody like loves it. Stuff. It's gorgeous. I see so it on- So I have her highlighter, the glowy, mm-hmm, cheeky mm-hmm. stuff. People I have, love it. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of her foundations, but I'm on a new foundation right now from Makeup Forever that this girl at Sephora put me on, mm-hmm. which I really like. Is it their new updated HD? Mm, I think so. Apparently they reformulate. So it used to be every time I'd go on a set, it was Makeup Forever HD foundation. That was like the foundation. But then I don't use Makeup Forever. They, they're they not an Atch brand. Yeah. But I just have been seeing on TikTok and whatnot. They just recently redid it. They did. And they like repackaged it and it's a new thing. Now. It's not the HD. It's called uh-huh. Reboot. Okay. And I really like it because it's not super full coverage, so Mm -hmm. it's buildable, Mm -hmm. but it's really meant for people like me who have some acne scarring and texture. It kind of fills in that texture. But you know, my go-to for years now for my moisturizer, which is what I'm wearing today, I'm not wearing foundation, is- Oh, look at you. I know. It's a big move. I know, but I'm splotchy from yesterday from my facial. But I'm just wearing tinted moisturizer and it's the Bare Minerals Complexion Rescue. People love. I love it. Yeah. Love, love it. Yeah. And I've been on it ever since it came out. And I've tried. I've done Laura Mercier. Yes. I've done all the fancy ones. Yeah. Whoever, I always come back to that little gel cream. Yeah. Is something about it works for me. Does it have an SPF? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I think it's 35. Yeah. So I like, I do a super goop, no screen or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Unseen. Unseen mm-hmm. screen, whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then I put that on top. Um, I have a few different concealers. You know me. Like once I find something I like. You stay. I stick with it. Just like your nail lady. And then in terms of, I don't wear a ton of eyeshadow. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the palettes I have right now are just palettes you've given me. Mm-hmm. Oops. Mm-hmm. Or that I like stole out of the beauty closet over here. What about 
skincare, some of your faves, because oh. you found some Natribute products. I have. And what's the one down in Houston? Source Fatal. Source Fatal. You love their I, SV23? I love that stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's so... I, is that the name of it? I got to make sure. It's their fancy $150 right. a bottle. Oh, my it's God. It's their Vintner's Daughter dupe. I love the feel of it, the smell of it, everything about it. I can't use it right now because there's a couple of things you can't use in pregnancy. But the whole pregnancy is really? thing. Really? I feel like I thought their whole line was pregnancy safe, but, but then don't quote me. I also love every year I get an updated bottle of the Make Your Own Serum mm-hmm. from them. And the I've, cocktail. Yeah, and it's I It's incredible. Love it. Yeah. And then I have, of it course, I have- It is called SV23, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's delish. I have all of the Natch Butte. Yep, Cookie Southern Ant Collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I sprayed some of that- the Diazine. Mm-hmm. I use that as like a room oh, yeah. freshener. Oh, yeah. I love it. Dylan yeah. loves the smell of it. Yeah. But sometimes if I don't feel like I smell super fresh, I just like spray it all over myself yeah. before I walk out the door. That's what you can do with it. Yeah. I love it. And I love... You texted me asking if I had an extra ass scrub because you used <gasps> all your ass scrub. And I, I said, Laura, it. you only get one. I'm sorry, but I used it so fast. I know, I did too. If they're listening, can you please send us another one? Well, I think if we do another batch... We're going to do it in a bigger bottle. That's a good... Because you were the one that said it needs to be in a bottle. It needs to be in a bottle or yeah. some sort of... It needs to be easier to get yes. out. It's too liquid I know, to but be we wanted... I, that was me. That was my call. Okay, fine. But That's I'm fine. not a formulator. I, I like the jar because it's cute, but I think it would be more useful in a squeezy tube. That's some, how their other body scrubs or are. A, something. Yeah. I love that scrub. Yeah. And I went through it really fast and I caught Dylan using it and was like, how dare you? You are not allowed <laughs> He's in to the shower. use this. You throw up in the curtain. Aha! Yeah. yeah. There's where all my beauty products are going. Yeah. I turned into my mother like yeah. when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. La Roche Posay. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I always feel like I'm saying it incorrectly because it's As French. far as I know. I say La Roche Posay just because <laughs> it sounds more fun, but I think it is La Roche Posay. That is probably my favorite crossover drugstore mm-hmm. because it used to not be in a drugstore yeah. at all. It's a I used target, to have to wait mm-hmm. till I was like at the pharmacy Cité in Paris to buy oh, that. Wow. Okay, this is a long time ago. Yeah. So once it came to the US and now you can get it at CVS. Yeah. It's incredible. That is my favorite kind of like middle of the road skincare line. Ben loves as well. I love my holy grail product that I have found in the last 3 years two years maybe. I feel like I got one, maybe 18 months of great use till the pregnancy. I can't use it right now. Is their vitamin C serum? Oh, wow. Honey, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. I've never gotten more compliments on my skin wow. than when I was using that. I put it on every morning and then I was using the Elta MD AM Therapy Moisturizer, which I also love. Mm-hmm. You know who got me on that? The Facile Girls. Oh, yeah. And you are the one who got me on Facile. Yeah. And I love them. I do too. And I miss my new girl, Zoshi. Oh, I miss her. her. I know. Lena Metcalf moved away. Yeah, she Lena. recommended Zoshi. I go to Zoshi now. So she's in Pasadena mostly. Yes. So I see Belle because yeah. she's in, at the Melrose location mm-hmm. on my side of town. And I love them all. They're all beautiful yes. and so sweet. And they don't over push you. No. It's the opposite. They're it's the opposite. so gradual and thoughtful. Anyone that wants any injections or treatments yeah. done, go to Facile for sure. Oh God, I, I just... I can't wait to go back. I know. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. But they, all of them have helped me and suggested products over the last few years that have become a part of my routine. Yeah. But again, right now my routine is really different. Right. My go-to oil cleanser is the Kiehl's Midnight Recovery. Mm -hmm. I've tried a million oil cleansers and that just happens to be my personal Mm -hmm, favorite. mm Mm-hmm. 
it works really well. Sad that all these brands are not Natribute approved. I'm sorry, I know. I should have been playing the monkey sound this whole time. You can. You can no, go it's back. okay. But I do use. I mean, I'm now. God, I've been. I've gotten on a lot of Natch brands. Hey, Source Vital and Osea, those are Natch brands. And what's the other Kype? Chris? Is that what it's Kipris. called? Kipris. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Delish. Yeah. Pricey, but Yes, really so good. expensive. I love them. And I feel like there's one. Oh, Tatcha. Oh, yeah. You got me on Tatcha. So uh, anything that you suggest, I try, usually yeah. try at least once. Yeah. Oh, IS Clinical. Mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. And Facile. And I think you had some too. But I don't know if they're a Natch brand. What? You gave me some IS Clinical Serum one time. I was, yeah, I've never used them. I think they are okay, though. Oh, man. That stuff is yeah. the biz. You came into my, I, I had a box and I said, anybody want anything? And you said, IS Clinical. Yeah. You're <laughs> like a hawk. <laughs> I was like, give it to me you now. zeroed in. I said, well, sure. it's really expensive. Yeah, I don't even know why I had that. It and was like in a gift box Lena had gotten me on their active serum, and so I wanted more. Yeah. Oh, the reason, you know why? I spilled my bottle. It was like an $88 bottle of serum. That's happened to me before. And I knocked it over on the bathroom counter and I spilled half of it down the sink. There's nothing worse. And I just burst into tears. Did you know that if you go to Starbucks and you drop your drink in the parking lot, they'll refill it for you? Oh, that's nice. But they won't do that at IS Clinical. No, they do not. Because they do not. I have dropped many a serum bottle and cried. Oh, breaks my heart. Yeah. Okay, so the last beauty thing we have to talk about before we move on to design. Yes. Uh, I mean, we talk about more, but we yeah. have to talk about this, is remember the beauty control parties? Uh-huh. So if anybody grew up in the South, you definitely oh, went to- they know now. America. There, there are people now going to them. Really? MLMs are still- Are they still a thing? Oh, yeah. But like who? Avon, I guess? I don't know. No, there's a t- there's beauty counter. Mm. Beauty counter is alive and well. I didn't know the beauty counter was an MLM and yeah. you told me that and I was so upset. Yeah. Because somebody had given me a couple of beauty counter products and I Apparently really they're liked great. them. Yeah. So I was bummed. Listen, if you don't actively recruit people to be in your upline, then you can sell MLM all you want. Okay. I don't care. If you okay. wanna if you wanna sell products to people out of your home, that's fine. The predatory part is when you sign people up underneath you and trick them and then they get in debt and it's the whole thing. That's the problem with MLMs. But if somebody doesn't recruit people, I don't have a problem with you. As long as you don't call me and try to get me to join your friggin' team and you're not aggressive and trying to come at me. But my honeys are very, very against MLMs. Interesting. I get a lot of emails every time because I've had several people just casually mention Beauty Counter. And people will come at me. Wow. I don't I don't buy it. I've never I bought it. Know. I've never tried it. I don't I don't endorse MLMs, everybody. I haven't either. But I know people involved in them. In them. Okay. Just don't try to sell me. Don't try to get me to join. And don't try to manipulate people into joining your upline. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck that. if you want to sell cream out of your house. I don't give a shit. Well, I will say in high school it was really fun yes. that my mom was selling beauty control yes. for fun. Honestly, yes. I think she did it so she could just buy everything at a discounted price. Again, I don't think your mom was recruiting people she though. She didn't. Because that's the thing. She didn't. That's how you make the extra money and how you get... But if you just want to sell, sell. She was selling and she loved buying everything on a discount. And of course, there was a giant... There was like a linen closet in our house yeah. that became like... The beauty, con- the beauty control co- closet. closet yeah. and that was started by Bobby Brown. That was Bobby oh, Brown's nice. first company. Mm-hmm. So I still have beauty control brushes, which are basically Bobby Brown yeah. brushes from the early 2000s. Okay, thank God you said that because I thought you were going to say, I still have products. I'm like, no, 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 no. get I have them products. out. I have the brushes yeah. and I've 
cleaned them and taken yeah. very good care of them over yeah. the years. And they're still in amazing oh, yeah. condition. Do you so, remember the margarita? Yeah, the margarita scrub, baby. That was, that was a favorite of mine. Oh, me too. I love that stuff. The margarita scrub. So my mom would do these parties for all my friends and like 20 high school girls would come over. Yeah. And we'd all put our feet in the tub, mm-hmm. remember? And, and we'd like, scrub the margarita scrub. Our feet scrub. And use the foot cream. Mm-hmm. And then we'd like do our hands mm-hmm. and then do makeup. And I just thought it was fun. It was fun. It was really, it was a good time. Yeah. And then it was great for me because I could just go downstairs and open. She had everything organized by like type of product. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, I need a red lip liner. Or, yeah. Oh, I need a yeah. concealer or whatever. And I would just go downstairs. I didn't have to go to Sephora or anything. It it's like great. me with my closet. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever I see your closet, I'm like, oh, this really takes me back. And also, can I have that? Also, I need Debbie Yunkin to come organize mine because it is not organized. No, you still. don't. You need me to come yeah. organize it. Yeah, yeah. But then you take half of it. So, potentially. Yeah. There's the rub. There's the rub. Sorry. Well, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Do we want a water break? How do, what do we think? Do you need a break? No. I'm good. Okay. I might take a sip of water. Oh, yeah. You can take as much sips of water as you want. But I um, think I'm ready to talk about design because this is like what I've been dying okay. to discuss. Good. Our, our lunch is going to be in half an hour, so perfect timing. Okay, great. Let's hustle. Okay, finally, we're getting to design questions. Can we briefly just let everybody know how you got into design? Because I feel your career trajectory is definitely not the traditional one for a designer. Nope. So Briefly. Briefly. <laughs> let me give you the brief. And now people ask me, what do you do? What are you? I'm yeah. kind of, at this point, like a Jill of all trades. Mm-hmm. I would say producer, writer, designer, but Mm -hmm. it all comes back to, I was a theater kid. Mm -hmm. I was a theater major and I've always been involved in like theatrical design and production. And so for me, everything comes back to storytelling. Mm -hmm. My approach through everything I do is all about storytelling. And I won like UIL second grade first place storytelling. Mm -hmm. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. So I started out in theater and eventually got into theme park design and hospitality design working with Disney. And when I was at Disney, I was the producer. So I was responsible for all the creative deliverables on a project and creative development. I ran the teams and budgets Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I worked with some of the most talented designers ever. Yeah. Just brilliant people. But you know, my mom had an interior design business when I was a kid. Wow. So I get this from Debbie. Oh my gosh. But you remember, she always- Debbie's the Jill of all trades. She did our houses up. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so I've always been interested in design interiors, but I never had done residential. It was always a hobby, Mm -hmm. like decorating or- helping friends. Yeah. But it really comes from my point of view on doing residential projects. This really is rooted in the same practice that I would approach like a storytelling project. Like, oh, we're going to take Avatar and turn it into a theme park. That's one example. Yeah. Or we're going to take this IP and turn it into an attraction. Or we're going to take this brand and turn do a 20-minute immersive experience out of it. Whatever it is, it's all about what's the story that we're trying to tell. Right. So for me, that's the through line. The way that interior design projects in the last three years, two years have come about is that when COVID happened, I was head of production at Museum of Ice Cream. And we were trying to open new museums mm-hmm. and we had another brand vertical we were launching. And I, so I was deep in design on all these things as the producer. And... It all went away. Yeah. Like right as COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, we all got Nobody laid off. wants to be laying in a ball pit of ice cream sprinkles during no. a global no. pandemic. No. 
they safe don't. to say. They mm-hmm. really don't. Because it feels like people put those in their mouth, and it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know what. You know the I never, sprinkle worm? Yeah, I, the sprinkle pool. I yeah, never yeah. got in the sprinkle pool myself, yeah. personally, because it, it, it felt germy. It feels very germy. But I will, you know, shout out to my colleagues who went and did all the research and figured out how to make, like, the cleanest, mm-hmm. most micro... They're probably antimicrobial they sprinkles. Are. Yeah, yeah. That's a word I have a hard time saying. Antimicrobial? Antimicrobial. Yeah. Anyway, the sprinkles are all that now. Yeah, good and, to know. And the girls did a great job on it mm-hmm. but yeah all the products went away so entertainment really suffered in 2020 because mm-hmm. like theme parks were shut down my whole industry which is hospitality entertainment immersive in real life experience design it all shut down and it went away and my friend claudia who i've known for 15 years was like hey so you're, you just got laid off you're not working right yeah. now do you want to do my house and i was like do your house i've never done a house I don't do residential. She's like, yeah, but you know what to do. And I like your taste. And I know you understand my taste. So I want you to design and remodel my house and then redecorate the whole thing. And I was like, no, I, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this. Like, leave me alone. Claudia is probably the only person more persistent than I am in my circle. And so she was, she just, I I literally said no three times. I wrote her an email thanking her for the trust and opportunity, but no, I cannot take this on. And she just didn't give up and was like, Oh, do you want to go look at tile on Tuesday? And the next thing you know, I'm have this budget and I'm remodeling this whole house. So I started with her house and then I got signed up. I started one of my best friends, Katrina is an interior designer. So that also helped me. Mm -hmm. So she taught me a lot. Ashley, my other close friend, had just remodeled her own home, so she taught me a lot. And so I just started calling people up, and frankly, it's not that different right. than commercial design. Right. And I've worked on restaurants and you know hotels and things like that before in the past, so I just took some of that knowledge and funneled it into a new zone, and I was shocked to find out how much I really enjoy it because it's super personal. It's super collaborative. It's basically like a Disney ride, but yeah. for me. But it's really fun, especially <laughs> when it's a person really well. <laughs> it's really fun, but I love – I think because of my training and background, I'm, I have the ability to look at a blank room and know exactly – what it could be. What a skill. And I can imagine how the furniture will look and I can I have a good sense of spatial scale mm-hmm. and how things will come together in three-dimensional space and that is probably from all the Disney stuff. Yeah. Experience so I can read architectural plans and all that. So that's really helpful. So anyway, that's how it got oh. Ben. And then you and Ben bought this house last year. And remember, I came over to see it. And the first day, I was like, oh, you know what would be interesting in here? Or what you could do in here? And what we and then I don't know how it really happened, but I did your house. Well, you left. And Ben was like, well, do you think she designed her house? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. I, and, sure. And so I just texted you. And you're like, yeah. And I've done a few now, which is really fun. So I have, so, and Dylan's been helping me. And so we've set up a little side hustle Mm -hmm. for ourselves called Banks and Olson Design, which we hope over the next few years we'll be able to grow because it's fun for us. We've Mm -hmm. been able to collaborate. My husband's an engineer, but he does a lot of like architectural engineering design management. So like your bookcase out here. Yes. I sketched it on a piece of graph paper and did several versions. I gave it to him. He put it into a digital model. Mm -hmm. And then I went in and kind of art directed and design directed that model. 
And then we gave it to the contractor. Y'all did my mantle as well. I did the mantle. And then I feel like you did something else. Like Dylan did the bathroom too. He did the, the bath. He did, yeah. He helped yeah. me kind of previs the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then I also did the kitchen cabinets. Yes. And it's so fun. And so we have had a great time working together. So anytime I need true design coordination, if we're really rehabbing something, I go to him. Yeah. That's been fun. Yeah. Well, it all worked out for me. I realized... I had never designed a space as an adult woman. That was never something that I had done. I, my philosophy or lack thereof rather was always just buy something that you like and put it in the room and then slowly put stuff that you like in the room. So that's not necessarily a bad philosophy. In fact, I never made mood boards. You don't need to. When you showed us your beautiful document of every room of our house with every Ben's Jaw was on the ground. He was like, this is so impressive. This is amazing. Well, that's a helpful communicative design tool when you're working with a client. You need to be able to show them, here's what I'm envisioning for your space so we can make sure we're all But someone could do one for themselves. Totally. I have never in my life, I just was like, you know what? I want to buy a plant. And I'd go buy a plant and put it in the corner. I'd be like, you know what? I need a cow. Would you call it the holistic vision? No, I would call it Wacky Jackie. Right, right. But this is a problem that we ran into with me. It is because, but that's not your, that's, you're very good at looking at individual items and going, oh, I love that. Yeah. And I'm good good at is looking at all your individual items and going, how can we make all these things sing together? Right. How do we make them work together? Right. And I think we've been able to do that in this room, especially. Yes. But like I said... I had to take Wacky Jackie style and Bougie Ben style yeah. and merge them together because yes. you guys have really yes. opposite tastes. Well, Ben has never been in an Ikea. Yeah, he didn't. Ben, he's like, I, Ikea? What's mm-mm. that? Like no. he just, he likes the finer things in he's life. He's a fancy man. Which we respect. We do. And I love yes. because it meant that I, I could opt for, I knew if I wanted to upgrade to more luxurious textures yes. and things that Ben would be all about it yes. and it would really speak to him. Yes. Well, we're in this. We're not trying to replace shit. This is all staying forever. Oh, yeah. This is... So we invested. This was an investment yes. in making some cosmetic upgrades We're to 30 damn seven. Like, we're not fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in our dorm room. You so know? we did some work with the contractor, mm-hmm. which we're wrapping up, which is great. Yes. And then we've also just done... We furnished yes. and decorated every... An entire damn house. Yeah. house. And the patio. Yes. So it's been really fun for me yeah. because A, I've worked with clients that I've just met or, but it's so fun to work with people, especially a, a close friend, because I think I really understand yes. your taste, Yes, but I think I've always tried to push you mm-hmm. towards taking the thing you love. Cause I love pink too. Yeah. It's a thing we share Yes, and elevating it slightly. Yes. We have definitely elevated the pink. We have. Yes. And I'm very proud of the wedding dress because mm-hmm. I, I picked it out. Yes. I would have never in my life picked a dress I with sleeves. I was like, Jackie, I just want you to try this on. This yeah. is really beautiful. You're getting married in February. I yeah. think sleeves would look great. You're so tall and skinny and fabulous. Like, you can wear anything. You're a coat hanger. Let's try this. I'll take and that as a compliment. It is. <laughs> in the costume design world, when you say someone's a coat hanger, it means they can literally pull off anything. Yeah. And you yeah. looked so good. And you were like, no, I don't want to wear sleeves. Yeah. And I was like, just we're I here. I wanted to be sluttier. Could you please? Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're elevating. Yeah, yeah. 
We're taking the taste and we're just <laughs> dialing up the class. Just I was a like, touch. I was like, I want my titties out. I want really tight. I want my ass out. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is the time you're marrying like a really, yes, this is a new type of person, bougie ben. family, bougie Ben. Yeah, yeah. And we want bougie Ben's family to feel like you fit into their yeah. dynasty. So yeah, can yeah. we please, I would like to add a sleeve on yeah, yeah. Let's put a sleeve on it. And you were so not about it. And then you put that dress on and you were like, damn, I look amazing. Yeah, yeah. Was it was like, a good See, choice. You can still be sexy. I hope I can someday fit into that dress again. I felt like all the episodes I watched of Say Yes to the Dress when I was in college came back that mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. It was like all worth it for that one moment. Yeah. Where I was like, this is your wedding dress. You put in the work and it paid off. It did. Yeah. So I guess all the years of watching HGTV paid off in this house because yep. we really did it. And it looks really good. I love it. And the honeys are going to get to see more of it. But now let's answer some of these questions. So you already kind of answered the first one, which is how fun is Jackie to have as a client? Which I'm going to re-spin this as, am I an easy client? You want to know what I wrote? What? I prepped. I I wrote out answers for all these questions. Here's what I said. Jackie is... Make sure you're on the mic. Jackie is extremely fun. Yeah. But also... Very respectful oh. and collaborative. There you go. She's a great client I'm a because team player, honey. she listens. Mm-hmm. She takes the advice without a fight, okay. which makes the process feel fun and symbiotic. Part of that is that we know each other well. Yes. So you feel comfortable saying, I don't like that. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, let's find something yeah. else. But, but it- I also trust your vision. Right. Because again, just in the room we're in right now. I would have never fucking thought of any of this shit. It looks good. I would have it? never thought of any of this shit. But doesn't this room feel so I authentically love it. And you? People flip the fuck out when they come in. But here. it's you. Yeah, yeah. I promised Ben that I would control the chaos mm-hmm. and all the wacky jacky stuff into yeah. one space, but yes. in a controlled and creative way. Yes. That still matches the rest of the home. It does, but it, this room feels very much like you. Yes. And a reflection of who you are, which was the goal. It's basically me with a sleeve. Basically. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it is. Put You're that welcome. sleeve on me. You're welcome. Honey. Yeah. So I would say Jackie's been a great client in that regard. And also it's extremely special for me as your friend who's been with you all this time, but seen what you've gone through yeah. in the last four years. Yeah. It feels great for me. I feel like you deserve this house and all Thank that. You. Oh, I'm going to cry now. Oh, there it is. I'm There's happy to hear that hormones. because it's, I still kind of can't believe it. Oh, I. Three years ago, I was living in, it was a fine apartment. It's great. Great neighborhood. It was a little apartment with original kitchen, no dishwasher, no air conditioner, no parking spot. It was just bare bones, and I was mm-hmm. struggling to get those payments, and now I'm in a home. And it's Three beautiful. years later. And it's my dream home. And I just, my remember- dream home is a mid century rancher home you really really started over yes and so i'm just thinking back to that day yeah of starting over yeah and me coming over with a million groceries i still have and, all of like the candles and things oh, you got yeah me that day. i just yeah. went to target and spent 300 yes. and was like it was she's incredible. going through a lot yeah yeah i need to just buy stuff <laughs> um and i'm just thinking back to that day and you saying you were really mourning the loss of what you perceived was the future of mm-hmm. your life saying mm-hmm. what if i don't have kids what if right. i don't have this what if i don't have that right and I remember, and you thought I was crazy, but I looked at you and said, you're going to have all those things. Yeah. I promise you will. Oh, well, yep. OMG, when it comes to you, I have a crystal ball or something. Yeah. I knew this would all happen and work out and I couldn't be happier. So for me, it's a huge honor to participate in the process because I feel like you really deserve this. And it's fun for me to help be a part of well, you've making been it an, look fabulous. You have been an integral part. I don't even know what we would have done. You would have just 
filled up each room. You know, like the four things we bought before we got rid of. I know. Like literally. I know. Everything we got without your help. Except the tulip table we kept. We kept the tulip table. But if it were up to you, we wouldn't have. No, we wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) We would have something totally different. (laughs) I don't want to throw throw out all the... Well, like the chairs that are in this office were the kitchen chairs, and you were like, no, no, no. I was no, like, no, no these are not. This they are is not, not good enough. They're not bougie. Yeah. Enough. And I knew Ben could be bougier, so I was yeah, like, let's yeah. get them no, in the now. The ones you picked are The incredible. dining room chairs are incredible. Yeah. And these are great in here. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, Laura, we're already almost at an hour again. Sorry, let's just keep going and see what happens. Oh, no, we're going to keep going. Okay. Okay, next question. What do you think of bowl sinks? Fuck every bowl sink. Yeah. I've always hated them. I hated them before. I've never seen one I've liked. Yeah. So unnecessary. Yeah. Don't want to see them again. I don't. Thank you, next. Okay, I, I, I feel like they're evolving. They're getting worse. Yeah, it's just also for me. The trend won't go away. It won't. And for me, it's all about the counter space. I'm really into like efficient. My whole thing is like, how's this space going to be used? So ergonomically, especially if I'm designing a new kitchen or new bathroom, I'm thinking about the user, the Mm -hmm. day-to-day use. Mm -hmm. There is no reason for you to have a bull No. Everyone I know that has one in their house hates them. They're hard to clean. Yeah. That's all the time we need to spend on bull Okay, I agree. No more bull sinks. Okay. What's the next question? The baby, baby room? Stuff? Okay. Again, a lot of my honeys are pregnant. A lot of my honeys are going to be pregnant slash have children. And there's just one thing. Baby stuff is ugly. And it's just yeah. one of those things you have to deal with it. But somebody asked, baby stuff, organization, toys, bottles everywhere, help. How do I make my house baby friendly slash baby proof and still look good is that even possible it totally is possible and i'm gonna plug somebody who i think does a great job teaching people how to organize her name is jen robin Mm -hmm. Uh, she's the loveliest she's a lovely human being but she her account is called life in general with a j life in general how cute how cute she just wrote a book she's thriving i'm so proud of her i met her years ago at a boss ladies entrepreneurial thing Mm -hmm. and she's just fabulous but she is if you're looking for organizational Mm -hmm. tips a lot of what i try to do with my clients i've stolen from jen yeah it's her ideas yeah and several times i've tried to get people to hire her because i'm like i think you should just hire her to do the garage well we need our garage done she's i mean she's incredible there's nobody better in la she's phenomenal but my strategy for baby stuff for my house and for your house and really for anybody's house is as much closed door storage as possible Mm -hmm. i am not really into lots of open shelving Mm -hmm. and open baskets yeah Mm -hmm. it's like a few bins here and there are fine like we've got one, you know, really pretty kind of wool bin in the corner of like mm-hmm. dog toys, right? Yep, in our living yep. room. So you need to keep things contained. But what's really important is that everything has a place. And I want I'm as much really storage with closed doors as possible. That's yeah. my strategy. 
So like we just bought a new dining room hutch last week and it's mostly closed door, beautiful 1960s Drexel mid-cinch. It's great. What I love about it is that it's just, I just put stuff in there. It's all organized, but it's mm-hmm. hidden. Right. Your big living room piece that we designed mm-hmm. out here. You insisted on cabinets. I did. We I were said, like, we don't need those. You're like, need- you're going to you need them. Because this house doesn't have a ton of closets. Yeah. You have a good clo- a good amount of storage, but it's some of it is awkward storage. Mm-hmm. Like these like yes. shelves and things up here, these high doors. Those are original also, and they're so hard to open and close. And I knew you would need, in the living room, you had zero storage. So I designed this wall piece. I can't wait to show this to people. I'm very proud of it. And so it's open shelving, very mid-cinch look, open shelving on top, but then at kind of like desk level, countertop level from and below, it's closed door, Mm -hmm. four cabinets, and two drawers with a little desk type Mm -hmm. situation because we had to... We have an air return vent there. Mm-hmm. So we just turned it into a desk. And I like to think about your little buddy sitting there and like coloring. Coloring. We'll get a little chair for that. Yeah, as long stool. as he doesn't accidentally color onto the piece. Oh, he will. Yeah. He will. No, he won't. Just um, kidding. <laughs> that's what you're gonna, I'll get my scrub daddy out. It'll be yep. fine. And yeah, yep. that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. But you have now all of that closed door storage. Yeah. And I knew that two of them would probably be filled up with Ben's equipment yeah, and yeah. stuff. But for me, what that's for is for you to put baby stuff, yeah. kid stuff that like gets stuck in the living room. So mm-hmm. if you if you feel like your living room is being taken over by baby toys, if you have this space in your house, I think it's really important for one room in your home to be completely kid free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Completely kid free, mm-hmm. if you can. Yeah. If you can't, just make sure that everything that's in there has a purpose for being there. Get rid of stuff that like people are not playing with, or like if you have you know, too many little Barbie shoes or whatever, you need to declutter that stuff regularly. But if anything, I would just find a way to put it behind a door. Yeah. What's hard about that is I'm not advocating here for chaos closets. Right. Everything needs to have a place. Yes. But it will help. Within the closet. Within the closet. But it will help you feel better if you don't have to look at that stuff all the time. What a good note. So that's my, and and also follow Jen because she'll help you figure out how to organize those closets. But yeah, make a space for everything. That's what I'm doing right now. Good to know. And honestly, the note of just decluttering too, because I feel we get into these. Good segue to the next question. I need this. I need this. When you really don't use it that much, Mm -hmm. or perhaps it could go somewhere else. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, next question. How do you make a room feel more cozy without feeling cluttery? Great question. Yeah. Coziness for me is all about textures, color, and lighting. Mm -hmm. So even a big space. I've learned so much about lighting from you. Oh, yeah. Lighting is everything. Laura loves a lamp and a mirror. I love a lamp, but also your house doesn't have... All, none of these bedrooms have overhead yes. lighting. You have this one weird wall sconce. Yes. So because I was like, we have these slanted ceilings. Right. So I'm yeah. like, okay, so we're doing lamps in every room of this house yes. because we need to integrate more warmth and more directional lighting from softer sources mm-hmm. to make the house feel homey. Yeah. So if you are looking to feel cozy without feeling cluttery, which is a great question... Mm-hmm. Focus first on feeling cozy. What kind of textures do you have in the space? What kind of softer palette colors do you have? Mm-hmm. Things that are easy on the eye. If you want a space to feel cozy, there should be no red. Mm-hmm. Red is a stressful color. Yeah, I'm really into color theory. Red is stressful. Mm-hmm. I, I would stay away from reds, frankly, oranges and yellows. Okay. Unless you're doing like a really soft pastel as like a touch mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. 
But I would be looking for cozy throw pillows, softer colors, soft blankets, a yummy rug that's got a great texture that feels Mm -hmm. good on your feet, and then adjustable lighting. So lamps, lamps, lamps. Mm -hmm. Not too many lamps, but you need to balance the room. I was shocked at how many lamps you were wanting to put in this house. And, and we it, could still do more. I know, but it paid off. Yeah, we had I'm to I'm team that. lamp now. I'm all about the we lamps. We have four lamps in our bedroom. Yeah, we need them. Yeah. And we might add two more. If we add those two, we're going to take the little gold ones away. Well, yeah. But I just You said we might put some on my bedside tables in addition to the we wall might. sconces. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see how it looks. Yeah. I like the idea of those new pink lamps going on the bedside tables. Oh, I've been waiting for those. I think they'd those. be really sexy. I can't wait. Right? So lamps are important. And then adjustable lighting. So I'm really in. Dylan demanded, just was like, we have to get these Wi-Fi light bulbs. And I was like, why do we need that? I love them because mm-hmm. now all the lamps in my house... I can adjust the color, the temperature. Those are expensive, right? They are expensive. So we bought them over time. Mm -hmm. And I think I gave him some for Christmas one year. Yeah. It's not something you're going to go out and buy six of right Right. away. Because they're like 100 bucks, 50 bucks. I've had them since 20. Oh, yeah. They're a good investment. 15. And you can control them on your phone, right? Yeah. Everything is through my phone. So So if like we're not home and I want to turn the lights on or something like just to make it look like we're home. Yeah. It's great. But I love controlling the temperature and they're all dimmable. So I think that helps make rooms cozy. The other part of this is avoid the clutter. You need to edit the room. Mm -hmm. People, they feel like when they see a blank wall, they have to fill it up. Yeah. You do not. Yeah. Keep it simple. So if you want to do a cozy feel without lots of stuff, keep the tabletop clear. Mm -hmm. I would say get yourself like one or two really nice candles. Mm -hmm. I'm really really into candles. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to make your home feel cozy. But it's really about making it feel super comfortable. And for every person that's different. So do what feels good to you. I don't think everything needs to be me. I'm not into like jazzy neutral white, everything white and beige and cream and all that or gray. Uh, I think you can definitely integrate color into your cozy spaces, but it's really about texture and then not having too much in the lights. The lights really matter. Yeah. Cause when I hear cozy, I think of like grandma's house, but with that comes all of grandma's tchotchkes, all of grandma's clutter. Yeah. It's all her stuff. You can still evoke the feeling of comfort without stuff stuff. Yeah. Okay. We're going to answer one more. And then we're going to end this app. Okay. Okay. Can I say which one I yeah, think we should sure. talk about? Because I think it's a, a really important one. Yeah. Several honeys said questions like this. How do I figure out my style? How do I know if what I want is what I like and mm-hmm. not just the internet algorithms? Mm-hmm. How do I find my bedroom style? And where do I start? And I was like, oh, all these questions kind of go together. Yes. So here's my thing. My Aren't the honeys fabulous? They're very smart. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Great so questions. My perspective on unlocking your personal style, if you don't know what it is, my perspective on figuring that out all comes from entertainment, hospitality, design thinking. Mm-hmm. So it always starts with, like I said, the story. What yeah. story is the space trying to tell? Or what story do I want to tell about who I am and where I'm at in my life. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? what do, how do I want to make people feel through this space? Mm-hmm. So when you translate that into your home, you can ask yourself a few questions. So if you're looking, if you don't know what your style is and you want to figure it out, what story do I want to tell about who I am? Mm-hmm. What do I love about myself that I can exemplify in my space? Which I don't think we think about that enough. No. 
how do I want to feel when I'm here? Because the most important person in your home is you. That's right. A lot of people get into a trap of designing for guests. I'll come back to that. But the most important person is you and the people who live with you. And then what colors and textures make me feel most like myself? Mm. So there's... I'm, I'm looking back on my house and all of those questions. And it's like, wow, this is exactly what we got. Exactly. Wacky Jackie, Bougie Ben. You walk in this home and that's the that's what you think at first. It's a merge. Yes. It, and every room is different, which and I really pink like. pink makes me happy. Pink makes pink you happy. Pink soothes me. But blue makes Ben happy. Right. So we've done both. Yes. And I think we've balanced it really well yes. in the spaces. He's been a real trooper with the oh, pink. Oh, he's been amazing with the pink. Yeah. But I think he also really likes it. No, he... First of all, Ben wants to make me happy, number sure. one. So that's... But and I, I think, gave him a son and I said, you get to raise a son for the rest of your life. <laughs> so I get getting, a pink lamp. Yeah, no, we're getting pink backsplash tile in this kitchen yeah. is what we're getting. Yeah. Which we did. Yes. And it looks beautiful. Yes. Um, so there's a few places to start. Like mm-hmm. for me, sometimes it's hard to imagine like not knowing what to do because I look at something and go, oh, obviously we should do right. this. But yeah, I have no fucking And clue. I really know what I like. Yeah. But for people who are still trying to figure that out for themselves, a few place, good places to start are uh, nature. Maybe. Close your eyes. All right, honeys. Close your eyes. Imagine yourself in the most beautiful, natural environment that you can imagine. So perhaps it's a place you've traveled or a place that you're really itching to travel to. Is it a beach? Is it a mountaintop, a forest, a desert? What season is it? What are the colors? What are the animals that live in this place? And then what are the natural elements around you? Is it water, sand, trees? What is it? What is are their it colors? Snow? Yeah. Is it what are the colors? Dirt? What's their texture? All of that is informs you about what makes you feel most at peace. And we should be aiming to create a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. I would sense, hope so. A sense of who joy. wants to feel stressed when they enter their home? Not Nobody. me. Nobody. Yeah. And I feel like, but a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. So if you don't know where to begin, start with nature. Yeah. Pull it back and say, oh, if I close my eyes, because you know where I am when I think Scotland. About, I'm in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. I'm like walking across Mar Lodge Estate, like in surrounded by beautiful nature. I'm in Hawaii. Right. And the Scotland thing doesn't necessarily translate to my current home, but it helps me to know, like, that's where I feel most at peace. So how can I take elements of that and pull it into the rooms that I do. So that's a great place to start because that's also going to tell you what types of colors you're going to be interested in. Mm-hmm. And you need to find out what your neutral is. Oh, Everybody needs to know what their neutral. What color is your neutral? Yeah, because like for you, your neutral is pink. Yeah. That's your neutral. Yeah. Most people think neutral is gray, white, cream. Beige. Beige. Ugh, the worst yeah. word. Browns, you know, yeah, earthy yeah. colors. But like navy blue can be a neutral. Oh. In wow. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Some people may disagree. Yeah. Find your neutral. The other place you need to look is in your closet. Mm-hmm. So what colors do you like to wear? What colors do you feel comfortable in mm-hmm. as a person? Because that may tell you like where to lean in terms of an accent color. If you really love wearing this, I have this beautiful pair of neon pink pumps. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. I've looked to that as inspiration. Yeah. And then, like, what's your fashion taste? Are you preppy? Are you tailored? Trendy? Comfortable? Hot topic. What are you into? Mm -hmm. And my whole thing is be you. Yeah. Be you. If, like, you really want everything to be black, make everything black. Yeah. 
I, I think like people should do what feels good to them. There's another question we'll get to next time, which is like, what rule should we be breaking? Mm-hmm. Or what rule should we be following? The rule sh- you should be breaking is giving into anybody's judgment or expectations about what you should do mm-hmm. in your space. Make it what you want. Oh yeah. I've seen some of the craziest things and you're like, wow, I would have never thought to do that. It seems so unconventional or it seems so out there, but then it's so cool. Right. Like Miley Cyrus's mom did her house and they painted all these rooms. Yeah. Tish did it. They made, she's so good. Yeah. They painted all these rooms black and you would think that it would be too dark or it's beautiful. And it makes such a beautiful backdrop for all these other gorgeous things they put in the space. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And so you can go, don't be afraid to like, if that's what you love, go for that. But start with what you love, Mm -hmm. with what you love. Is it animals? Is it nature? Is it funky colors, find a way to weave that in. When you're doing, I'm I'm also of the Bobby Burke school of thought when it comes to like big pieces, he really is like, you need to buy a neutral piece. If you're buying a sofa mm-hmm. and you want to have this sofa for 10 years and you're not exactly sure like where you fit. Like for me- Because there's so many kooky sofas now. So like many. The, the, the joy birds of it all. I know. And I love a joy bird. I have yeah. a joy bird sofa. Yeah. And mine is navy blue. Yeah. And I love it. And I knew that that navy blue sofa was going to, because it's a sunbrella, it's like indestructible. Mm-hmm. I knew that would be a great neutral for my living room. Okay, yeah. The pink sofa in your living room is perfect for you. Yeah. But for some people, if you don't have a signature color that like really sings to you and your partner or whoever you live with- Pick something really easy for your base color mm-hmm. because you can accessorize with wild Any color, stuff, with yeah. anything, but it's really hard to change a bright orange sofa, you know, right. when I could That's have just a done a beautiful ivory sofa with bright orange pillows. Right. On it. And, then and then you then can in, get rid of those pillows. Yeah, three years, we'll just mind. recover them. Yeah. But I look to clients like I, if, when people don't know what they want, my client, Claudia, she had no idea what she wanted. Yeah. So for me, it was more about figuring out what we, what are we not doing before I could figure out what we are doing. Yeah. And I looked to her closet. She has great taste, but everything she loves is like tailored and very professional, but a little edge to it. Everything has got this like modern art gallery edge. Mm-hmm. So and that's exactly how her house looks now. Yeah. And so I took a lot of her uh, things she already owned, yeah. frankly, Two of the rooms in her home, three of them that we redid, I didn't even buy any new stuff. Wow. I just painted the room, yeah. rearranged it, and moved all the art around and maybe got a couple new pillows. Like I got a new rug yeah. and new pillows, but we didn't gut the room. Right. And it looks amazing. And I bet a lot of honeys, that's all it would take as well. Totally. Yeah. Somebody asked, what's the cheapest thing? What's the one thing you can do? Honey, paint. Yeah. Paint that room. Yeah. A new color. I don't care if it's the same color. (laughs) A new coat of paint is going to change your life. Yeah. Paint is great. And I think then lighting was my second. Yeah. If you can afford to get some new, if you have some funky sconces or like ugly ceiling fans or ugly flush mounts, you can get really inexpensive, beautiful lighting fixtures. So I would go through and change all the integrated lighting and then go to Home Goods and look for a killer lamp. Yeah. For 40 bucks. Yeah. We bought a lot of lamps at Home Goods. Home Goods we? happy over here. Honey, we had a great day there. Do I you, still regret we didn't get the gorillas, and I'm sorry. I'm, I feel redemption hearing that. I know. Because we laugh very hard about the gorillas. We did. I know. Do you have off the top of your head, we're going to go. 
off the top of your head, do you have a, a website that has the nice sconces, the cheaper that that you just referred to? Where did we get mine from? How do you find all the shit you got me? That's one thing I never will understand. This bitch the other day, <laughs> I, I take a picture of my bedside table and you go, you need a candy jar to put your pills in. And she sends me a link to this site I've never fucking heard of. How do you find these damn websites? I don't know. I just know about them. I don't know. We This is the shit we need to know. I just know. And also, like, a Google search is your friend. You know what but I is it? I feel like I find mm. bot pages that rip people off or they... Nope. Because what I do is I put the Google search in and then I click on images uh-huh. and then I click on shopping. Okay. And that leads me down some really interesting yeah. rabbit holes. But you do have to kind of know, like what I was looking for the other day for you with that candy jar because you yeah. posted that photo of your beautiful bed and then there's a freaking bottle of Tums but next I to it. But I did that on purpose. I know the you did. The Tums were a joke. But for me, I'm going... Ugh. This is a functional thing. Yes. You know, Jackie needs to put her tums in a thing. Yeah. So now I have to find like the perfect bedside jar. And at first I was like wanted to get, I was thinking about Jess Rona and I was thinking about all her crazy kooky. I would love a poodle. I like a poodle jar. I would love a poodle jar. So I started Googling like weird figurine jars. Yeah. And I sent you the bunny. I liked that Mm -hmm. bunny one. And then I thought, oh, you know what? I should go on replacements.com, which I don't know how I know about this. No, I've never heard of that. I love that website because if you have old china vintage glassware and you like break one glass and you need a replacement that's what replace you can find probably like a weird 1960s fiesta wear thing i think we used it to find my in-laws their house burned down in that wildfire Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we lost some glasses from what's elvis's house called Graceland. Graceland. My father-in-law had all these old whiskey glasses from Graceland, <gasps> and we found them on Oh, wow. Yeah, my sister-in-law found them. Yeah. So it's for things like that. So I went on replacements and just started looking at, like, candy jars. Yeah. And I found that cute pink yeah, one. It's I ordered perfect. it. I ordered it. It's coming. It's on its way. So it's just about a little searching. I do find a lot of things on Instagram because I'm looking through design accounts. Yes. But, you know, my biggest inspirations all come from interior designers that do hotels like mm. hotels that i like yes really nice so ken folk mm-hmm. love martin brudnitsky i think i'm saying that correctly brudnitsky i don't know anything oh you're my saying. god that man and his team <sighs> yeah all i know is that my bedroom looks like a hotel that i want to live in right and that's and so perfect. that for me i was trying to think what would vicky charles do because vicky charles used to do all the soho houses mm-hmm. And that bed is from Soho Home. Yes. And I was thinking about the Soho House look Mm -hmm. and all of the textures and the details that they put into those spaces. And so when it came time to do your bedroom and you were like, I want kind of a 1960s Palm Springs. I knew we could go really, we could have gone kind of funky, atomic, bright color, Liberace situation, Mm -hmm. but that's not Ben's vibe. Right. So what I- And we also couldn't go too pineapple sweet, Hawaii, tropical. We had just watched, what is it? White Lotus. White Lotus. And we were obsessed and we were like, it has to be the pineapple sweet. I have to have a lamp in the shape of a fucking pineapple in the corner, but we couldn't go that kooky. We couldn't do it. And so I needed to- we really wanted to- We still might. Yeah. No, but I knew there was going to be a tasteful middle of the road. Yes. Where we could do some of that, but also bring in things that make Ben feel really comfortable, which are beautiful wood tones. Mm-hmm. And he loves khaki colored anything, mm-hmm. frankly. Mm-hmm. So like a really soft beige. And then I just tried to mix some fun 
soft textures together yes in that space and i think it's my favorite room it's in my the favorite house. room it's turned out fabulous yes. but and just like the tiniest pink touches very tiny pink touches that ben was okay with yeah because so we did we did like these custom sconces above the bed, which I think set off the whole oh, room. People, every time I Instagram my bedroom, I get 15 DMs going, what are those sconces? And I'm like, I'm too lazy to look in the document to tell you. They are from a small custom lighting company in New Jersey, I believe, called Blueprint Lighting. There you go. I think that's them. But they were custom made. They were and they're pricey. Yeah, they yeah. were not cheap. They were a splurge. Yes, but this, this is an investment. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. And we have some lamps coming from like Pottery Barn Teen. No yes. Joke. Pottery Barn Teen is my mood. That's yeah. <laughs> very much your yeah, mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those nightstands are vintage. People mm-hmm. keep, te- keep yes. messaging me about them. Yes. Um, but they're out there, guys. There's more of them. If you, f- well, you have to kind of be local. You need to find your local vintage furniture dealer. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones who are going to help you find this stuff. Yeah. And I have my three core vintage suppliers in LA that I go to, or maybe four, and I follow them. And when I see something, I know I have to nab it immediately. Yeah. You'll, you DM me the other day and you said, Venmo this account, you're buying this. I'm like, yeah. oh, I got it. What did we get? What this was is the that? seashell bookends. Oh, yeah. Which, we- do I need to message her? I bought them, but I haven't followed oh, up. Oh, I'll follow up. Okay. That's fine. I just knew we needed them because yeah. we need bookends for yes. the bookcase. Yes. Or maybe in here, but probably out there. But yeah, I just follow those accounts. And when I see something for that I know will work well for a client, I try to nab it really quickly. Yeah. But even for myself, two weeks ago, I went to buy a dresser at the vintage store yeah. for the baby. And I came home with a giant dining room hutch for myself right. because a mama needed it. Yeah, and it yeah. solved a problem in the living dining room for us for storage because we live in a 1936 house with no hardly any storage space. Yeah. And it was perfect. And it was gorgeous. Yes, it's beautiful. So sometimes you just see those things. But yeah, find that's kind of how you find that stuff. And then I, we did two West Elm dressers, but I've, I changed all the hardware. Mm-hmm. And I did a couple of little tiny pink knobs mm-hmm. on your dresser to make it fun. I will also say rattan is very in. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go vintage. Like America, or what's it called? Urban Outfitters has no. yeah. options Yeah, um, that are actually not too bad of quality like they're pretty no, they're solid great. yeah but everybody's doing cane and rattan right now it's kind yes. of having a moment yes. but yeah everyone you can find it at any price point yeah frankly right now you just need to know that the lead times are super long on, on everything yes. especially if it's being manufactured in asia so that's why i really like working with joybird frankly because their pieces are high quality yeah and you don't have to go kooky colors <laughs> right you know you can if you want in fact i just did a royal blue wacky looking gorgeous sofa for yeah. somebody bonnie my friend bonnie yeah. has like 15 literally 15 joybird couches and they're all orange pink bananas purple. colors yeah but that's bonnie and yes. bonnie's house is fabulous yes but it it's feels, a barbie dream home yeah. for a 30 year old woman yeah from the 1970s yes. it feels cohesive though yes. because bonnie's been able really masterfully yes to just lean into her love of color yes she love you know yes she just goes for her it. house is so fun it's so fun. Yeah. And if that's what you love, go for that. Yeah. I need some, a mixture of fun space mm-hmm. with more kind of neutral space. Mm-hmm. And it also took me time to figure out, like with my husband, we can get, get to this on a, like, a, a mini yeah. app with more design yeah, questions. Yeah. Somebody asked, what do I do with all my fiance's We'll get, we'll get to that in the next one. Same. Yeah. It takes time to figure well, out. Well, I'm your- honestly, I'll end with this. I'm happy that it ended up being been mixing with me because if it was just me i feel like it would have been a lot it would have been and those maximalist homes they're really cute but i just wonder living in it 
how much I would have ended up enjoying it. The fact that my house has such a peaceful energy is because we mixed the bougie Ben with me. Yeah. It really created a vibe. And it's really editing. And I love. Yeah, it's it's just came down to the editing yes. of your two tastes together. Yes. And Ben had to give a little and you had to give a little. Yeah. But I think we've done a good but I job. Think I, I think I was the one who gave less. <laughs> we did end up with a lot of pink in the yeah, house yeah, yeah. but ben also we redid this bathroom mm-hmm. this is a ben bathroom yes and this is a ben guest room mm-hmm. all the way yes and i think the dining room when i see that dining corner that's a ben space yes to me yes which is where he sits most of the time yeah mm-hmm. and i look at the well we did his office and then we ripped it up and made it a baby room yeah. <laughs> but i think eventually that'll. i that, tried to warn him that was gonna happen i know we both did and yes. he was like it's fine I know. I didn't even get to photograph the office before yeah, he changed we ruined it. it. Yeah, that's okay. But that room's gonna have. I mean, I call the baby Lemmy. That's my yeah. name for him. So Lemmy's room is gonna be very Ben as well. Yeah. But I would say it's th- gonna be very Ben. This side of the house, the bedroom, obviously the attribute HQ is what yeah. I've called it, and I think kind of the living room, dining. Well, dining Open is Ben, but floor plan. the breakfast and the kitchen is yeah. very Jackie. But yeah. that kitchen, but that's my space. It is. Yeah. But Ben also loves to cook. Yeah. And we found a great compromise in the kitchen with that beautiful, we did these new cabinet fronts that are very Ben, mm-hmm. I think, with a Ben color. Yep. Like the perfect gray. Yes. It is perfect. Yes. I'm aware. Ben countertops, Jackie backsplash. Yep. It's all about the mix. Okay. We got to go. Bye. There's going to be, are you down to do another half hour? Yeah, let's okay. Do it. We're going to go eat. We're going to eat and then we're going to do questions. And so there will be a mini of just design questions next week. Get excited. And we'll see you all next week. Okay, bye. You deserve to be happy. I'm talking to you. Don't forget to cream your neck to keep your friends fresh.